This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Oh boy. Hello, normal people. When it comes to UFOs, that's mainly what this podcast is about. UFOs, paranormal stuff, etc. When it comes to a UFO story that I hear about, or something, I automatically think in my head, oh my gosh, I need to write this down. And then upload it to here. Today, I found one that was pretty, just, it really, like, reached out and, like, just said, okay, Cole, you need to kind of do this, like, now. I guess you could wait a little, but you just got to do it now. Um, so, this one is a little... It's an alleged UFO sighting that was on April 24th, more April stuff, 1964. 1964, that wasn't, that was pretty long ago, but it like, again, was in the 1900s. So, 1964, 1964, hmm. It was in New Mexico, Scoro, New Mexico. Uh, so then, basically, a police officer claimed he saw two people, (laughs) oh my gosh, two people beside a shiny object that later rose into the air, accompanied by a roaring flame, a huge, loud, roaring flame. Basically, like, someone just dropped a missile in the air, like a boom, boom, like an actual roaring flame. His claims were subject to attention from news media, UFO investigators, and UFO organizations, and the U.S. Air Force. More Air Force stuff, I swear. This was in the Exeter incident, too. Project Blue Book. Project Blue Book. I feel like I've heard that before. Project Blue Book. Listed the case as unknown. Conventional explanations of the Moore's claims. So, yeah, his last name was Zamora. So, it's Loni Zamora was the cop. He was born uh, September 7th, 1933 in Magdalena, New Mexico. Died November uh, 2nd, 2009, age 76. Occupation was a police officer. Alrighty. Houston Force Project Blue Hook, case of unknown conventional explanations of Zamora's claims, including lunar lander test by White Sands Missile Range and a hoax by New Mexico Tech students. So basically, some other UFOs are like. Let's show here. We got. Sorry about that, by the way. Well, ooh, what do we got? We got types of UFOs. We have Black Triangle, a Flying Saucer, a Foo Fighter, Ghost Rockets, Green Fireballs. Green Fireballs. So, back to, so just date back, like, I don't know, three weeks ago to the Exeter incident. Maybe two weeks ago to the Exeter incident. Where this woman said she fa- saw a uh, an alien 
a UFO that was like an orange fireball, like like almost as big as the Harvest Moon, but it wasn't the Harvest Moon. Now it's telling us types of UFOs, green fireballs, mystery airship, and space jellyfish. Oh my gosh. Space jellyfish is a rocket that related phenomena. Okay. I mean, dang. So, the flying saucer, that's your average UFO. And someone's. Ooh, types of aliens. So we have energy beings, gray aliens, insectoids, little green men, Nordic aliens, and reptile and humanoids. Oh my gosh. Well, this is interesting. All this, uh, just information about UFOs and loanings of more, they're all very interesting, um, but I kind of want to hear the, what happened now, so, hmm. One more thing, though, claimed sightings. There were, there are so many, uh, sightings, 20th century, 21st century, pre-20th century in general, let's do UFO sightings in outer space, sightings in outer space, what? So they see UFOs, astronauts even see UFOs, though, that's ridiculous, oh well, well, it is a very interesting case that a police officer could have saw a UFO with a symbol printed on the side. So we are also going to dive into that symbol. But this is the Loney Zamora incident. Late in the night of April 24th, 1964, at approximately 5.45 p.m., Scoro Police Radio Dispatcher Nep Lopez received a radio call from Sergeant Loney Zamora reporting a possible motor vehicle accident. Loney Zamora advised Lopez that he would be checking the car down in the Arroyo. Shortly after, Lopez received another radio call from Zamora asking Lopez to look out the window to see if he could see an object. When Lopez asked Zamora to describe it, Zamora said it looks like a balloon and requested New Mexico State Police Sergeant Chavez meet him at his location. When Chavez arrived, he asked Zamora what the trouble was. Zamora let him Zamora let him to examine some burning bush when other police officers arrived. They noted patches of smoldering grass and bush. 
So, that was the incident of Lonnie Zamora, but... So, he, he, so he obviously thought it was a motor vehicle accident. He thought it was like a car that caught on fire or something, but it looks like a balloon, and then he realized that, so apparently from the reading that I did, the reading that I did, and um, listening to what I did, or to, for what I did, would you say what I heard and read? From what I heard and read, um, basically the car all of a sudden just made this huge noise, and it like was on fire pretty much, but the fire was like pushing it up, like almost like a rocket. So it was just so then he thought that it was about to explode pretty much, and then th there you go up comes the car and it just flies away. Was there anyone in the car? Who knows? But then he noticed it wasn't a car and it was more of like a balloon. So now he's thinking, okay, a UFO, simple. But he doesn't think that it would be that simple for a UFO just to attack. Or not really attack, just sit there. Zamora told authorities he was pursuing a speeding car south of Scoro, New Mexico. So, from another, so from what I heard, um, he loved his job. He was very passionate about high-speed chases. So, whenever he saw that uh, car and he took out his radar gun and it was, and he knew that it was speeding, going really fast, like a teenager was driving it. He immediately sprung into action, and he was loving it. When he heard a roar and saw a flame in the sky to southwest some distance away, possibly half a mile or a mile, believing local dynamite shack might have exploded, Zamora said he discontinued the pursuit and investigated the potential explosion. So, he was really bummed out that he had to stop his pursuit. Sorry. Uh... But I got some sort of allergy. So he was really disappointed that he stopped the pursuit. Or he had to stop the pursuit. Because, okay, they're speeding. No one's died yet. Not top priority. Sure, you want to give him a ticket or something. But it's not. It's more priority would be check if there was a freaking explosion. Um. So, and there was a dynamite shack. So it could have been that. So, he discontinued the pursuit and investigated the potential explosion. Demora claimed to have observed a shiny object to south about 150-200 yards that he initially believed to be an overturned white car up on the radiator or on trunk. The object was like aluminum. It was whitish against the meza background, but not chrome. And shaped like the letter O. So, like an oval, pretty much. Or just an O. Zamora claimed to have briefly observed two people in white coveralls beside the object. <sighs> oh my gosh. This is getting kind of freaky. Uh, who, where was I? Where was I? Where was I? Oh. So... 
who he later described as normal in shape, but possibly they were small adults or large kids. So, like a teenager. So, pretty much like a teenager. Uh, what? Dang, I mean. Zamora claimed to hear a roar and see a blue and orange flame under the object, which then rose and quickly moved away. <sighs> Alrighty. Investigations and explanations is this content. Zamora's claims were investigated by governmental op pro I mean projects, uh, or the U.S. Air Force's Project Blue Book. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go back to the Exeter Incident Wikipedia there, and I'm going to see if they mention anything about Blue Project Blue Books too. Let me go down here, search. Is there a search? I'm just going to do my control F, and I'm going to type Project. Yes, they have Project Blue Book all over the place. Alright, so we have Project Blue Book, Project Blue Book, Project Blue Book Supervisor. Oh, This was under uh, Air Force Investigation and Explanation. So, Investigation and Explanation, and then on the answer, it's almost like these are in sync or connected with each other. Wow, how much time we got? Um, we, got we got time. We got time. Alright, let me some more incident. Here we go. So, Zamora's claims were investigated by government projects. Project Blue Book with the Air Force. Oh my gosh. And civilian ufologists. I feel like I'm saying that right. Ufologists? Ufologists? I'm just going to call them ufologists. And have been reported in the popular press and media. Although ufology groups consider... Okay, I'm yawning, but it's 1140. Uh, although the ufology groups, allergies again, dang. Uh, consider this Zamora incident one of the most credible encounters on record. Whoa. Several, uh, been, no, several, Several alternate explanations have been presented. These include the testing of a lunar landing device by personnel by personnel from the White Sands missile range. And a prank perpetrated by students from the nearby New Mexico Tech. Regarding the later explanation then president of New Mexico Tech String St uh, Sterling Colgate. Wait, he made the toothpaste? Oh supported the idea that uh, students from the school were responsible for the hoax and additionally wrote that uh, the object observed by Zamora was a candle in a balloon. Candle in a balloon. That makes sense. I've done the candle with the mask trick before. 
Like you tape the mask to a candle, let the candle little fly away like a hot air balloon. Uh, the candle in a balloon, alright. Not sophisticated. UFO skeptic Stuart Campbell has suggested that what Zamora observed was almost certainly a mirage of star can can opus don't know that how to pronounce that alrighty aftermath ooh the aftermaths are always good and bad all right. In 1966, the president of Squirrel County's Chamber of Commerce, Paul Writings, proposed developing the site of Zamora's <sighs> claimed UFO counters. I'm yawning again, bro. Encounter to make it more accessible to tourists. Oh, wow. Uh, consequently, stone walkways and steps were built into the Arroyo? A-R-R-O-Y-O from the mezzotop with a rock walkway circling the supposed land siding included some wooden benches. Ah. However, these were built approximately a quarter mile from the actual size of Zamora's alleged siding due to local rumors that the original site was contaminated by radioactivity. In 2012, Scorch City officials Ravi Basker and Pat Solom commissioned local artist Erica Burley to paint a mural, mural, mural on a spillway facing Park Street to commemorate Zamora's alleged UFO sighting. Zamora became so tired of the object that he eventually avoided both ufologists and the Air Force, taking a job managing a gasoline station. He died on November 2nd, 2009 in Skoro from a heart attack. He was 76 years old. the Loney Zamora incident. Whoo. Oh boy. Loney Zamora incident. Loney Zamora incident. Loney Zamora incident. Dang. Loney Zamora incident. Loney Zamora incident. This is going to crap. <laughs> I should stop saying Loney Zamora incident. One more time. Loney Zamora incident. So, one of the key things that sticks out to me is that That symbol. We didn't talk about the symbol. I'm going to pull up the symbol. Incident. Okay. And let's go to images. Oh boy, I already see a picture. So there are a lot of symbols online. There. So I'm going to just do this one. One says... 
So yeah, it's like little white men. Uh, they're both pretty much the same size. The one on the right is small. So it's not like one man is standing to the left of the balloon or the object and another man's on the right. No, they're like both right next to each other. They're both on the left from the angle that I'm at. But the one uh, closer to the object looks a little smaller just maybe maybe five inches no maybe like three inches smaller than the one on the left um but this uh it's like a pretty it's like it's basically like a small blimp it's like it's not like a toy small blimp it's like a mm, put a minivan up to it you'll probably get the same size but it's got these little pegs like a sniper would uh, to help it stand up, and they, I'm guessing they, I see like a little carved out spot, it's possibly a door, well, the symbol, it's a red symbol, and it's like a little, um, I don't know, how do, how do I say this, it's like a little, so think of a, think of a door to Daniel Tiger's house, like the one, almost a triangle, except it's like perfectly round triangle, Think of the door to Daniel Tiger's house. It's that, but without a base. Inside it, it has an arrow pointing up. And then the arrow is resting on a plate. But the plate that the arrow is resting on does not connect with the bottom of the door. Or the uh, Daniel Tiger's door. So that's one of the symbols. There are a lot of more. There's a lot more symbols. Uh, there, here's one. It's the same thing with the arrow. Oh! Okay, this picture, people are running at him, and you can actually see inside. It actually legit has a, um, like, you can see inside. It's yellow inside, it's looking like. Uh, so, this one, it's pretty much a, just a bigger arrow resting on the plate, but it's not Daniel Tiger's door. It's like, take a circle and cut it in half. That would be on top. So, uh, you can look up Loney's Mora incident, and you go to images, and you'll see all of them. You'll see every single one of them. So, there should be another one. Oh, there's another one. It is, let's see. It's this one where, so, there's that one. Then we have this one. It's got a blue flame under it, so they're about to take off. <laughs> It looks like those pegs are lifting, sort of. There's no aliens in this photo, though. So, uh, yeah. But this symbol, it's got... So, it's like Daniel Tiger's door. But this time, Daniel Tiger's door has a base. And it's not really an arrow. It's a vertical line with... It's almost like a cross, but the horizontal part of the cross, it's, like, tilted. The left side of it is tilted down. The right side is tilted down, too. Oh my gosh, weird, but, anyways, that was the Lonely Tomorrow incident. I will see you guys, hopefully, if I can find another, well, hold on, yeah, I think I have one. I will see you guys, whatever, I get the idea, and I will just record, put it online, done. <laughs> Send in a voice message. If you want. But yeah. In my Exeter incident. If you didn't listen to it already. You could have sent in a voice message. I'm not going to tell you what to send in. But you can listen, go listen to that. And you'll see what to send in. 
if you watched far, if you listened far enough. It means you actually pay attention and you're a pretty good detective. Maybe I could even ask you to help us with some of these. If I can get Spotify Greenroom to work, maybe if you uh, can prove yourself worthy of a detective, I might just, might just ask you, with your permission of course, to help me solve another and answer some questions about another incident. Goodbye, normal people. I will see you in the next one. Not So Normal is a Anchor by Spotify production.